Hello and welcome to the latest Lancet podcast, Richard Lane on Thursday, August the 29th. This week we're focusing on the Global Burden of Disease Project. You may recall we discussed this in some length towards the end of last year when the Lancet published a series of papers about the Global Burden of Disease 2010. Well, an update on that this week are two reports surrounding the Global Burden of Disease of Mental Health and Substance Misuse. To find out more, I spoke to one of the authors of a comment reviewing these two studies. Michael Linsky from the Institute of Psychiatry at King's College London. Michael Linsky, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. You're the author of a comment and it's commenting on two papers concerning something we're quite familiar with at The Lancet, which is this enormous amount of research that's gone into something called the global burden of disease. But specifically, this is looking at the global burden of disease in relation to mental health and substance use. Your comment basically is looking at these two papers we've got on this topic, but also specifically looking at assessing the way this research is done and what it potentially means for policy. Would you mind just starting by just giving a brief overview of the two papers? As you said, these papers have been conducted as part of the broader and very large Global Burden of Disease project. In ways, it's very difficult to try to summarise these two papers or the project itself because there is such an incredible amount of detail. But I think that maybe what will be surprising to some readers is really how high a percentage of burden of disease can be attributed to drug use and mental disorders. Using a measure of years of life lived with disability, mental and substance use disorders accounted for approximately 22% of global YLDs. In your view, how valuable are these new data? What are the strengths in the way that the Global Burden of Disease project, and it's an enormous global project, what do you think the strengths are, particularly in relation, obviously, to here we're talking about mental health and substance use disorders? As you said, I think these papers in the project itself are really incredibly important, and it's it's difficult to overestimate just how important this project is. It gives a comprehensive and global approach and assessment of a whole range of risk factors and applies and has developed very sophisticated methods for data imputation and for comparing harms across risk factor domains and across global regions. What do you think are, you know, you've obviously just said how how valuable the research is, but I and we discussed this when we published the Global Burden of Disease Project at the end of last year, there must be some caveats, though, because it is so broad, it is so global, which is fantastic. That's its strength, but potentially, I guess, it's its weakness too, because it must be difficult to try and put everything in one pot when you're talking particularly about mental health and and substance use disorders. There must be huge cultural and and regional differences that that must be difficult to control within a project like GBD. Yes, that's very true. I think that... In fact, a lot of the limitations of this project actually relate to limitations in the existing data. A project such as this relies on having good epidemiological estimates of the prevalence of drug use and of drug use and mental disorders. Those data are not always available, particularly in low-income countries. Low-income countries, you can understand that, but is it not surprising and and just frustrating that frankly there isn't the research base that, that for, for, for GBD to, to actually analyse data. Yes, that's very true. I think that it is surprising and perhaps a number of readers will be surprised when they realise just how sparse some of the information is. At the same time, I think that 
things have improved quite substantially since the first iteration of the Global Burden of Disease project. And perhaps one of the advantages of this project is that I think it has helped highlight deficiencies in the available evidence and also acted to encourage further research where there are gaps in the available evidence. But in terms of practical implications, this paper, I mean, for example, it, it highlights just how high the toll is of on health of, me, of of mental health disorders, which hasn't previously been reported. That's that's incredibly important. Rather than just saying, yes, we need more research, which clearly we do, because it's there's a paucity of data and, and paucity of information in this area. Are there practical policy implications that can be taken away from, from these findings? I do think it helps highlight not just broadly that we need more research, but helps highlight both areas where there is a relative lack of information, but also it helps perhaps to prioritise areas and risk factors which should particularly be a focus for further research. I mean, one of the findings in particular by the paper with Harvey Whiteford as first author was relatively low numbers of people with serious mental disorders who were receiving treatment again, particularly in low-income countries. I think for mental disorders, we know that there are a range of treatments at work. For drug use and drug dependence, we also know that there are a number of interventions that can reduce the harms associated with those disorders, particularly needle and syringe exchange programs that can reduce the spread of blood-borne viruses. I think that this project, by highlighting the substantial burden associated with these diseases and with drug use will hopefully act as a spur for renewed efforts to implement those programs that we know work. And how should countries potentially implement that change? Because one of the strengths, but potentially one of the weaknesses, I guess, is because it's global, because it's the global burden of disease, it'd be quite easy for countries to say, well, that's what's going on at a global level that's not for me to implement at a national level. I think that this project does also give national and regional estimates. So I think it starts to address very specific um, country requirements. What would your bottom line be? What would your take-home message be on, on these two important studies? I think they highlight the surprising burden of disease associated with drug use and mental disorders for a number of reasons. I think that the importance of drug use in these disorders has been relatively overlooked. Hopefully these papers, by highlighting the substantial, may act as encouragement for further efforts, both to quantify the prevalence of these disorders, but also to implement policies to reduce the harms associated with them and to broaden access to treatment. Professor Michael Linsky, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. Thanks. Many thanks again to Michael Linsky. See you next time.